This interview is part of our collaboration with the Center for Visual Artists as they showcase You Will Wonder, an exhibition that celebrates Greensboro's black artists. The exhibition will be up until March 15th, and the CVA is located downtown Greensboro inside the Cultural Arts Center at 200 North Davies Street, right beside Cafe Europa. And on to the interview. Welcome to the 80th episode of the Free Pizza Podcast. Today's guest is Kid Graves, a sculptor. Enjoy. your platform for creatives and today we have the kid graves from the cva exhibition as well what's going on no it's just cooling heck yeah it's a nice little thursday night got you here at 9 30 so we appreciate you coming <laughs> out kind of late like you said we're up anyways right some of the things and you are a sculptor you're i think you're one of our first sculptors if i'm not mistaken um which is super dope so wow. definitely can't wait to hear about that yeah, absolutely cool. absolutely um obviously you represent Anders block too which is super dope we can yeah. talk about that a little bit later okay. um but cool yeah tell us about yourself and how you got into the arts um, well, basically, I've been doing art my whole life. Um, I was kind of introduced into art at a young age because my mom, like, she always tries to keep me and my siblings like into things just to get us out, keep it like keep us out of the house. Um, <laughs> <Of course. laughs> yeah, I'm tearing up her stuff. Um, and so from there, um, I would say I really like when she really saw my artistic talents. Um, she put me in the lottery for the school DSA, Durham School of the Arts. Um, so I lived there before. I lived in Greensboro, then I lived in Durham, and then while I was in Durham, I went to DSA. Okay. Um, and f- while I was there, I started off as a like a drawer, and um, I did a lot of like mimicking of like cartoon drawings and things like that. Okay. And um, that's how I kind of really got into art. But then from DSA, I was introduced into sculpture. Um, okay. So that was my pathway there. And then I heard about UNCG's art program and then decided to continue on with art um okay that's dope yeah and dsa is that like is that was that post high school or was that it's a secondary school so i was there from sixth grade to 12th grade wow yes oh my goodness it's um it's also a magnet school so they pick up kids from all over Durham. um so wherever i lived i was able to still go right no matter like where we moved at so it was cool that's dope and i think you're the first one to go to a magnet school so definitely tell us how the the pro the curriculum was there. I know obviously it's heavily mm-hmm. art based. So how was it going to school there? Um, it was different because like regular high school kids, they get out at like two or whatever. We mm-hmm. didn't. We were on like elementary school schedule, so I was in school like eight forty five to three forty five. Okay. Yeah, every day. <laughs> then I had seven courses a day. Um, so I have my four main core classes, and then I had an elective, and then my pathway okay. um, classes. So it was just different as far as like. I guess how our education system was set up because we had to incorporate our art classes. Right, right, right. And a lot of schools too, they don't really like endorse their art programs like that. So ours was like definitely like just all areas of art. Absolutely. So yeah, probably photographers and painters mm-hmm. and just all different Dancers, sorts of people. Musicians. Wow. It's kind of like UNCG, but right. for middle school and high school. That see, that's really dope. I wish there were, and there's a lot of schools like that in Greensboro. That, I'm not knocking Greensboro on that, but that's like that sounds that sounds amazing, very yeah. inspiring. Um, obviously, all the teachers are trying, you know, driving you towards you know, being successful in that field. So that's that's good to hear. But I want to jump back, but even before that, so you say you were doing mostly drawing of a lot of characters and stuff when mm-hmm. you were smaller. So what characters do you uh, remember uh, recreating? 
Um, the ones I remember the most is the Justice League. My granddad, he <laughs> loves the Justice League, so I would always try to like draw the characters for him yeah. to give them to him as gifts. Um, and then I really fell in love with Flash because that was my favorite character. Yes, so I would yes, draw yes. him a lot. Um, and then from there, I started to just make up my own because I got tired of doing everybody else's. So I started to create my own characters, and then my friends liked them. So then they were like, yeah, can you do it in this color? So I would trace them, recolor them, and then pass them out. <laughs> so that was like kind of like my thing. That's amazing. And it's cool that your mom saw that, I guess, saw that in you, like you really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. And that, was that a really big reason for her to put you in the lottery to get to the DSA? Yeah. That is perfect. Yeah. Cool. So from DSA, you obviously you graduated mm-hmm. from there. And what brought you to UNCG? Was it the, you know about the art school already or what brought you back? My um, mom, she used to work at the cafeteria at IBM the company like okay. a, a computer company and okay. so from there a lot of the people that worked there would come and eat lunch and stuff like that and they um this one guy would always tell her about art because she would talk about me at work so she, yeah. he told her about the art program and we kind of heard that they also had sculpture because once i got into sculpture she was like okay we need to find a program that's suitable for you and so like looking at schools in north carolina because she wanted me to stay home close to home mm-hmm. um a lot of the schools here didn't really like i did want to go to ant but because they didn't have the sculpture program, mm-hmm. it wasn't something that I chose to do. So I chose to go to UNCG that way. Okay, yeah. perfect, perfect, perfect. And what about sculpture really kind of, I guess, took your interest? Like what about it? Does it because it's all hands-on or what about it? I would say because it's hands-on. Like okay. I'm a really messy person. Yeah. Um, I like to get into <laughs> things. I really like the fact that I could repurpose a lot of material okay. because I didn't have to really buy a lot of things. Because naturally, like, I would pick up things or take things out yeah. of the trash and recycle them and reuse them. So that's kind of, like, my thing, like, yeah, hands-on. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. So then you decided to pursue that path. Um, at that time of that transition, you going to UNCG, did you think that, were you confident in the fact that you could go and make a career out of being an artist? Honestly, I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At the time, everybody was kind of just like, go to college. So I was like, okay, I'm going to college. I, yeah, that's but, how it is. Um, I think being in college, though, like, and going through it, I'm glad that I, that I decided to. Yeah. Um, it's been a good experience. So. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. So definitely, and we've had a few people, um, you know, go to UNCG and go through the art pro- program. They say that it's very challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us your experience of going through the program. Um, I would say yes, it's challenging because when you first come in, it's kind of like they throw you in each um, class's foundations courses because you have to take one of everything to mm-hmm. make sure that you're picking the right pathway for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say just as far as like the workload and getting used to being in, t- in the studio for three hours for class for and then having like two studios in a day. Yeah. And stuff like that. And like, you know, that time and like being like getting used to working as an artist and really understanding what it means to work as an artist and be an artist. That process is a little bit um, challenging, but they do a great job. Right. Of showing you how to do that. Yeah. That's perfect. And did you obviously you felt challenging there, but was there any point where you were like, I don't know if I can do this? Were there any any doubts throughout that those years? Um, not with the art. It's just like the I I would say my general education courses. Oh yeah, um, that yeah. part of college I was like, oh, God, <laughs> <laughs> like having to take biology with a lab, yeah, and all of that stuff. But I mean, you just gotta like get through it so right. that you can get back to the art. Gotcha, gotcha, so, gotcha. Yeah. Um, and as far as you enhancing your skills overall as an artist and more so as a sculptor, um, how did they help you enhance those skills? Were they, obviously they're very strict and really critiquing and stuff like that, but what other 
methods were you using to get better with sculpting? Um, I would say critique is a big part of it yeah. um, because it's the one point where your professors are really honest with you about your work. Um, I've seen people cry in critiques. Yeah. Um, I, so I know, I understand how hard it is for someone to look at your work and be like, well, this is shit. Because <laughs> literally a professor, <laughs> before he left, uh, told me he was like, yeah, he's like, oh, this is shit, like what you're making. But it, it just depends on how you take it. Yeah. Um, because And how you use those words that they're telling you to progress. Um, you can't necessarily be too sensitive when it comes to your work because mm. it's always a process and it's yeah. always changing. Um, and then I would say... Um, just the, the type of projects that we do and the type of assignments that they come up with help, really help you think to push your art a little bit further than what you might have originally planned for yourself. Absolutely. So it's like they actually want you to work through a process and not just have an idea and create that idea. Mm -hmm. Like You want to start with something, build with that material or um, rule set and then push that until it gets to a point of being finished. Absolutely. So, Nausea is super studio um, influenced when you were there. So, were you there like a bunch of nights and pretty much sleeping in the studio? Or, I mean, you're still at UCG. Yeah. Um, she hasn't graduated yet. But, um, <laughs> where you find yourself like pretty much just living there pretty much, right? Yeah, I would say I have spent one night <laughs> overnight. Just one? <laughs> I would say, I would say I was, that was the night I did sleep in the studio because I was like, I need to be here and I need to get this done. Um, yes. There's been plenty of nights where it's a group of us who are in there to like 3, 4 in the morning or people, you know, in and out. Um, but it's cool when you do get a chance to like stay up late and work with other people because it's like that community is there with you. Right. Um, but yeah, I've, I've definitely had like really late nights. I try my best um, to be better with time management now, so I don't have to stay in there late nights. Yes, uh, starting so yeah. on projects earlier. Right, earlier working as much as possible in class, like really utilizing those three hours. Right. Um, instead of just joking and playing around, <laughs> like I did the first, <laughs> the freshman, sophomore years, um, actually, you know, being there at all the classes and everything like that too, so. That's what's up. And the good thing, the one thing I like about the UNCG's program is that you do get a taste of different mediums. Mm -hmm. So how'd you like that? Obviously you probably liked it a lot, but did those other classes kind of influence the, the sculpting part of it? I would say yes, most definitely. Um, because we have to take, for my major, we take, uh, I think, two sets of drawing classes, a life drawing course. You have to take a class called Variable Topics, which really helped me a lot because it um, helped me really think about what I wanted to say with my art and what I wanted to do necessarily with my art and what I was intaking and experiencing and how I was placing that into the work. Mm -hmm. um, just a lot of like, I guess, yeah. The Free Piece of Podcast is sponsored by Zipster, specializing in custom websites and local design. You don't have to lift a finger to look cool online. Visit Zipster.com and see what they can do for you. That's good. That's good. That's good. And were there have there been any projects that really have kind of really pushed you as far as you being a creator that you can remember at this point? Is there any moments that any projects? Projects? Any, yeah, that you've done. I would say all of them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because each each project is like within itself like a challenge of its own. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would say I would say. I think the most challenging class for me was when it was kind of more like site specific, mm -hmm. just because I, I don't think I was really connecting with like 
how to present or make art for a space. Okay. So that was like a challenge for me, really understanding how to do that. How would how do you develop? How do you get to the point where you were you were good at with that? I'm still not. Yeah, I'm <laughs> still working on it. I feel um, you. But I think um, just going through the projects kind of helped me understand it better. But I don't think that that's necessarily where I want to go gotcha. with my art, like an area. Like I'm gonna gotcha. leave that to some other people. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool, cool. And I want to talk about critiquing a little bit because mm-hmm. it's weird because. Critiquing is uh, is necessary, but at right. the same time, it's like there's no really rules to art. Obviously, you are creating what you feel. So, who gives anyone a say to if it's bad or not? So, mm-hmm. what what do you what do you what do you think about that? What do I think about like like the the critique process? Obviously, you think it's it's think it's necessary, mm-hmm. but as far as you someone judging the work that you've put in your you know true feeling into, mm-hmm. do you think it's is there a balance there or what do you think? Um, there definitely is a balance because there's um, a lot of students that go through a lot of the same experiences. Um, so it's not like we're necessarily all just like disconnected and don't really know what's going on in each other's lives. Right, like right. we have classes together every day. So we understand where people, where their perspectives are when they're putting certain things into their art. So I think it's like um, being able to respect what they're doing, but trying to explain to them how certain things could help them better achieve what they're trying to do yes um so i think critiquing in that way okay yeah i see it that way because it's like i see i do see the the point of it but at the same time like i kind of internal battle of like why are you telling me my work is shit you know what right. i'm saying but <laughs> right, right. i do see the other side of it as well and that's good you seem to be you know you see the importance of it and that's really good as an mm-hmm. artist um and you're still your senior yes i am um graduate this year um what are you so you're in your capstones yes currently so right now what is how's that going is it pretty good yeah it's going great actually um i have to complete about five projects for the semester but um i'm already pretty much into two okay so it's, it's pretty it's been rolling pretty okay so far um i would say that it really <clears throat> excuse me has helped me prepare as an artist for the real world a little bit. Um, I had to work on my resume, mm-hmm. kind of CV type thing, um, artist statement, which is like really hard. Oh, Trying wow, to explain yeah. like what you're doing <laughs> in your art. Um, so it's it's really good, it, like a really great course. That's dope. Say. It seems like it's preparing you, because I know a lot of people had their qualms with the art school because they, they didn't prepare you for the business side of it. But mm-hmm. it seems like they kind of are now. They, yeah, they're, I feel like a lot of them are, um, a lot of the professors are really trying to implement those Good. things. Um, Good. UNCG, I feel like, I think they have a few business art classes now as well. Perfect. Um, so it's really like helping um, students see how they can work with um, small businesses to help them build their brands and things and that such. Dope. Um, and I would say for me, um, too, like with the capstone, we have to actually apply to shows for um, as a part of our grade, mm-hmm. um, stepping out, applying for internships, things and that such. So like gotcha. one of my things that I did was I applied for the Digital Stone Project in Italy, um, Ramalazzo, Italy, and, um, which is a program where you carve out in stone and things. And I actually got in. So like, congrats. Thank you. Like actually practicing how to apply to things and how to like get yourself out there as an artist is really important for that course as well. Absolutely. And it's important just being an artist. I mean, that's right. good that they're teaching you those things. And wow, Italy, that's crazy. Thank so, you. <laughs> what made you want to apply for that one just because of the location? Um, the location, but also because my professor came to me and she um, told me that she wanted to take me. 
Um, so it wasn't just like this is some it was something that I knew about, but she kind of like saw my work ethic and was like, I think that I see that you're going down a serious path. And so this is something that I want you to take on and do. And so I was like, OK, <laughs> <laughs> I guess so, you know what I'm saying? Right. I was like, OK, let's do it. Like, what do I have to do? Like, let's get it. Let's make it happen. So Wow. I'm happy for you. That is that is going to be amazing. And that's this summer. Yes. In June. Oh, wow. That's going to be cool. And how long was that program? It's a month long. Mm-hmm. So I'm creating a, um, my sculpture right now in Blender, which is a 3D software program. I'm going to send off my file, and then they have a robotic arm there that's going to carve it out, and then I'll finish carving by hand um, what? for the rest of the month. It's yeah. called Blender? Yes. Blender is a, is a 3D software. You can create, like, anything and everything in it, and it's free if you have um, Windows or Mac. It's just free. Yeah, it's Wonder. free. What? Okay. All you need is a three-click mouse, and you're good to go. I'm definitely about to create me something. Yeah, go ahead. Right, some it's pizza. Cool. <laughs> there's plenty. Uh, the Blender Guru on YouTube is great with um. Videos. Okay. Yeah. Noted. Thank you for that. <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> So, how many internships do you necessarily have to have? Do you have this one? Do you have to have any more or any other? Um, I think it's just this one. Okay. I think this one would be enough because it's so that's such a, a big one. Yeah, experience. Yeah. Um, but if not the internship, then multiple shows or going out to art events um, counts as well. Like um, Starworks, the it's like a art residency program. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me, and they. I think they have like some type of um, iron pour. So okay. like we, if we go to things like that, that also counts. As, as credits credit. towards yeah, you graduating. Great. Yeah. That's perfect. So let's jump to your personal work mm-hmm. um, and the time you have to do that, you know, outside of doing the classes right, and stuff. Right. So tell us like what's the feelings or what's going into these bodies of work and give us a creative process of, you know, kind of start to finish as well. Um, oh, excuse me, my throat. Good, but yeah. um, I would like to say, let's see, as far as like um, emotions and things, I think it's a lot of my daily experiences um, with me, like being queer, okay. um, being black, yes, being seen as a woman. Um, I don't really like identify with any gender necessarily. Okay, so that's just kind of a thing, but um. Just those experiences and then like my intake of other art things. Um, I'm really into architecture right now, um, music, for some reason shoes. Shoes okay. are everything, like I've been looking into the history of shoes and things and that such. Interesting. Um, graffiti art, um, artists such as Carrie Mae Weems, Robert Lugo, um, was it Yinka Shana Bear? Um, all types of especially like black artists mm-hmm. um i've tried to keep up with their work um, because it's important yeah um carol walker yeah a lot of like those people um, absolutely especially artists that are just like into sculpture or um collage work because mm-hmm. um, that's what i do as well so i'm kind of like trying to learn and understand their processes to make my processes better um I would say I don't really have, like, a lot of the emotions, though, that I, that I put in my work are kind of, like, you have to search and find for them. Okay. Um, when I first started making work, my I think the first sculpture to me that I made in college was my piece Power, which was, like, a ceramic fist about this big. Okay. But that was, like, the first time that I really put, like, how I was feeling about, like, everything with Black Lives Matter, like, mm-hmm. all of these things that were happening on campus and things and that such into my work. 
Um, but now I feel like I've, I kind of wanted to create things that are aesthetically pleasing or that bring you in and then you find the symbols. Yes. Later. That's beautiful. I love that. And it's crazy. You have so many influences with the other artists and the music and the shoes and just being black and queer. How do you, is it, how do you channel all that? You know, and obviously everything starts blank as far as, you know, sculpting everything. How do you channel that to make the body of art? I mean, are you sketching things or freely? Are you, you know, how, how does that work when you going from start to finish or on a project? Um, start to finish, I have to just start. Okay. Um, I can't just like, that. oh, this is what I want to make. That doesn't yeah. happen for me. Like, I have to just create something and then look at what I have and then place that together. Okay. Um, a lot of times with, um, that's how I mostly do my collage works. Like I draw daily in my sketchbook and then I'll like rip pages out or cut things out and mm -hmm. place them back together or take old artwork and place it into new artwork. Um, but as far as sculpture goes, goes, it's usually me starting with the material, um, doing different things with that material and figuring out what it's doing and how it's reacting and then adding on to it. Okay. So it's kind of like a push and pull like going back and forth and kind of like making sure that this is working. Right, right. How have you dealt with hitting the roadblocks into making these pieces? Roadblocks. Um, I take breaks. Okay. I take a lot of breaks. Um, I'll, I'll like move from one thing and once it gets to a point where I'm kind of like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on here or yes. it just needs work, I'll just be like, okay, I just need to let it go go off into something else and then come back to it because maybe something else that I experience or think about will help this okay. like become better. Yes. So do you ever take the breaks from, let's say the sculpting and maybe go off and do like a little collaging for a little bit mm -hmm. and then come back and forth and maybe sketch a little bit and do it all that. So all mm -hmm. that kind of, okay. Yeah. So it's like back and forth work. And then a lot of times things will start to intermingle as I'm working. So it's like the sculpture becomes more like collage as because I'm working in collage so much. Absolutely. But like the collage starts, I start to build on top of it and it becomes more sculpture like. So it's like that push and pull. That's dope. I like that a lot. I, I mean, it's, it's cool how like a lot of artists, and I do it myself a little bit, jump into these other mediums right quick. Mm -hmm. Or not quick, but jump into the other mediums like while they're working on other things and like it's inspiring each other and like you don't really realize it until like. Hey guys, this is Tristan Miller from Find and Trust Events. I have two exciting events I want to share with you. Lord Retail and Find and Trust Events presents Comics Life, a unique and unconventional experience for all interested in learning, exploring, and connecting more within the comics and graphic novels industry. It will be taking place Sunday, March 31st, 11 to 5 p.m. at the Wham Rev Gallery within Revolution Mill. To learn more about Comics Life, visit findandtrustevents.com. The 8th Annual Hand-to-Hand -hand Spring Market is coming up. March 17th, Sunday, at the Wham Rev Gallery within Revolution Mill. Join us for a day of making, shopping, and skill sharing with over 30 vendors from all over North Carolina. This is a free event and we hope to see you there. You know, you complete a project, you're like, wow. Right. They, they're, all, they're, they're all, it's all connected and that's, a super cool thing um so when you're creating these pieces and i ask every abstract artist this um when do you know it's complete when i guess i don't know that's a hard question because like every piece takes a while you just kind of look at it and you're kind of <laughs> like okay 
I think it's done now. <laughs> or you just get a feeling yeah. like, okay, that's the last the last thing I have to do. Right. Yeah, and then it's done. Okay. So I guess it's just like how you look at it. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you're using obviously different elements in these in these sculptures. So mm-hmm. um maybe clay and metals and all that. So do you have like a favorite you like to use or something better than other? How's that usually work? I don't know what my favorite is. Um I would say metal right okay. now is my favorite just because it's the quickest. Right. Um, and I like suiting up and feeling like extra because I'm like, oh, yeah, like a badass. <laughs> <laughs> I can wear yes. like put the helmet on and I'm in there. Like, Absolutely. that's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, I would say metal is like pretty much my favorite. But I've been reworking with plaster recently. Oh, okay. And I've, I've kind of been like liking that. Like, But I used to hate plaster. Really? Because it gets everywhere. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. That's right. Gets everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so when uh, you're making these, the colors are going to the collages and even to your sculptures. Is there any? Because I see a lot of you know you use a lot of different colors. Mm-hmm. Is there a reason why, or just kind of how you know just um, how you're feeling? I just I've always liked the rainbow. I've always liked colors okay. um, as a kid, and that like as like I've always colored differently, like or color use different um, colors to color things, mm-hmm. or color outside the lines. Cause I just wanted it to be different yeah um and now like my favorite colors are blue orange and green so those three colors come up a lot in my work um just because i like them a lot and yeah. then yeah i just feel like there's color everywhere so why not yeah put it in my work like, like I'm, I'm always surrounded by color my room is like a whole bunch of different colors <laughs> mostly like oranges and reds and blues and you know greens too but that's like my favorite colors so. absolutely and they obviously obviously they complement each other yeah so, they look so really yeah they work, they work well together absolutely and outside of that you're at the artist block i want mm-hmm. you to plug that as well because i think everyone i think a lot of people don't know what the artist block is or anything like that and obviously it's a great place um for artists mm-hmm. and everyone so kind of plug that Okay, well, I'll do my little spill that I do at work. Um, The artist block where Creative Minds meet. We are an arts venue, so we have five different components to that arts venue. We have a gallery space. Our work changes um, throughout the year, so we have maybe like three or four artists throughout the year. Um, We have a bar, and we have coffee, so we are a coffee shop during the daytime. Mm -hmm. Um, We sell art supplies, and we do different events throughout the month, and we have a nonprofit as well that does... um, different art programs in the community with Alzheimer's patients, kids. We have a summer camp program. Mm-hmm. So we're like involved, involved in the arts in all ways. And it's, it's dope when you have open mics. And then mm-hmm. when I went to the one last year, there was like an artist just live drawing. And... Right. Because we, we, every uh, last Friday at the end of the month, we do um, what we call the Creative Infusion Art Social. Mm-hmm. So um, the owner, she actually brings out um, different artists that have performed um, throughout Greensboro and other areas in North Carolina. And she sets up a showcase. So you'll see live performances all night with a live band. We mm-hmm. have a live painter. And then um, you'll be able to see like the artwork that's up on the walls. And yeah. Too. So, and we always have a five dollar drink special. Hey, you can't beat it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. And I love that because you're able to, outside of you know doing your thing, your personal work, and all that, you're able to surround yourself also by other artists pretty much all the time. Yes, every like all the time. Like it's and it's not even um, just artists. It's like chefs, um, yeah, hairdressers, uh, just all types of people. Like I've met scientists doctors that's dope um who are just interested in art and just want to see art or they just want to come to an event yeah that's dope so yeah hit up that page there's, there's i think the page on instagram and facebook mm-hmm. and all that too for the other event they have events pretty often to put you and go in there and just hang out whenever right. you really want to 
Um, cool. So back to you. Um, I'm curious to what you want to do kind of after school. Do you have any, is there any plans at all? I have no idea. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I do a little bit, but, um, I do want to hopefully try to go for my master's. Yeah. I would say that's a, that's one idea. Um, and excuse me, if not, um, I would love to work in a foundry or get foundry experience. Okay. Um, just so I kind of like understand how that works. Um, if not that, then I will still be making art somewhere. Absolutely. And the foundry, what is... What um, is foundries are places um, where people, like artists like myself, we might go to a foundry if we need a larger piece made out of like metal. Gotcha. Per se. Um, usually foundries do things like that. Um, they can produce like metal fabrication, um, mm-hmm. things and that such. Some do like uh, iron pours and metal pours. Um what else like stuff with clay or making molds and that such um i actually went to a foundry in uh, new york where they make the oscars for the oscars what you went to that place yeah it's cool wow it's amazing what so the new york trip was that just was that for pleasure is that i had got a scholarship from uncg to go to salem artworks in Uh salem new york um Anthony Kravitz, he was actually teaching at UNCG for a semester, mm-hmm. and he was my professor, and he also saw my work ethic and was like, I want you to come up to New York. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all these, all these okays, you just like, oh, what? <laughs> right, I was like, just tell me what I gotta do, and I'm, and I'm there. So that that was a great experience. I was um, there w- with a few other students from UNCG and other artists from like around the world mm-hmm. um, for two weeks. And I got to just create in the like it was like woods and mountains and wow. trees and um, they have like great facilities to make art. So it's a really dope place. Like check them out. That's dope. I didn't think that would. Obviously, I know there's trees and mountains in New York, but you never really hear people talk about right. you know that those, those yeah those areas yeah, in New York. It's crazy because I've never been to the city in New York. I've only went to. <laughs> the mountains <laughs> that's hilarious that's kind of a good thing though you know yes, yeah. do you think you will ever end up in a city like new york city like in a metropolitan area uh i feel like i'm a bit country i okay. love like fresh air um but my girlfriend she's a fashion designer so oh yeah most likely yes <laughs> so you might end up there yeah most likely yes have um, you ventured out anywhere else that's been kind of inspiring to you um, I, the school also took me to Pittsburgh, okay. um, Pennsylvania for NSICA, which is, I think the, I don't want to be wrong about this, but it's like something about, um, ceramics and education. Um, and basically they go to it like the, it's like a convention. So they go to, they pick a city, go to the city and they're like, we're putting art everywhere for <clears throat> this weekend or however long the convention is. And, um, so I got to experience that and just seeing so much ceramic and pottery and just wow. ceramic arts in general. Yes. And um, there was like, um, what do you call it? Uh, conferences? Mm-hmm. Yeah, workshops. Work, yeah, workshops and things like that. Such, um, yeah. people, different people talking about the work that they have done. Um, that was amazing to just like hear from other artists in their processes, to see like the art education programs that people are implementing for kids and adults. Um, and just seeing how like all these artists just came together to just show their art and like just be there. Yeah. Like, it was cool. Wow, that sounds crazy. Yeah, it was dope. To me, it sounds like it's kind of overwhelming, but like in a good way. It's yeah. just like, wow, there's like, stuff everywhere. Yeah, it was just stuff everywhere. Like, we literally were taking Ubers to this museum, this museum, trying to walk down to this place and come back. And like, it was it was a beautiful experience. It's dope because I think people 
are afraid to pursue this kind of thing because of the saturation that you see everywhere and like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it sounds like you're embracing it. Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I saw it all the time. I was like, yo, it's, it's a good thing that is everywhere. Right. That it's, everyone's pursuing it. Right, because it, it opens up so much more for people to do. Right. Um, because now that people are like actually getting into the arts that's going to bring funding and money into the arts. Mm-hmm. Our people are going to be actually be like, oh, yeah, art is important. Yeah. <laughs> because so many people are, are doing it, some, and it's, like, creating change in so many ways. So I think it's very important to just be, like, just thrown into, like, all of this and see that no matter where you are, there's art happening Absolutely. and going on. So. I love that. I love that. Are there any places that you haven't been yet that you do want to go abroad and in the States? I would say Africa. Oh yeah, <laughs> I do want to. I do want to go to the Art Central um, in Africa. That is like a goal Ooh, of mine. That would be life changing. Yeah, that is a goal of mine because it's a lot of um, <clears throat> repurposed art um, that's made there. Like there's, I think I can't remember the name of the artist, but they make they uh, make art out of guns to get people oh. to stop um, using guns and yeah, violence, yeah, yeah and, and things and that such, but. Just things like that, like seeing how people are actually like using materials that you would never think of, right? Things and that such. So. Right. Yeah, that would be amazing. I hope you do that. Hope good. Italy's gonna be dope. <laughs> so many you. things. Um. So, how did you like the CVA opening? Sally, I wasn't able to. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I had I had ended up in Chapel Hill for that day and traffic stopped me from getting there on time. And I had to go to work right out there. Gotcha. So I was just gotcha. like. Uh, but from what I hear, everybody had a great time. It was dope. Everybody loved the art. So I was just glad to be able to know that other people were there having a good time. Gotcha. And it's cool being surrounded by the black artists just around mm-hmm. the area. That's also just very inspiring. Yeah, I didn't know that show. there were that many. I didn't either. Well, no. I, tell you I, mean, I know that, but like you don't see it. See, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, I've never seen that much work from right. black artists in this area. Right. Because, um, you know, sometimes you just like, where y'all at? <laughs> <laughs> Come out. <laughs> I tell people that all the time. Greensboro, the artists here, and I've, through this podcast, I've discovered that too. Mm-hmm. People are so low key, yeah, as being artists, right? Around it, and, and it's like, not necessarily like a, this art are good enough. And I'm like, show your art. Yes, you know <laughs> what I'm saying. It's a lot of that, and a lot of people mm-hmm. just like this. You know, they're not, they they care, but like there's not like eh, I don't know. Yeah, you know. So I'm glad that that exists. The CVA is incredible for that. Right. You know, they're definitely um, shining light on a, a bunch of uh, up and coming artists around um, the area. Um, Greensboro's gonna open up, in my opinion. Yeah, it is definitely. Um, absolutely. So don't sleep on us if you listen to this. Uh, if you're not in Greensboro. <laughs> <laughs> um, but give us some advice on the up and coming, you know, artists that may be listening. I would say um, put yourself out there, um, show your work, showcase your work everywhere, anywhere that you can. Um, talk to people, meet people, go to openings, um, ask questions about their work, um, be inquisitive, be curious, um, and just go for things that you would never think that you could do or up, like be a part of because it's so many people that like want artists to do things or want artists to be in spaces and it's like if you don't open your mouth and say like I'm an artist and this is what I do you'll never find those avenues for yourself right so yeah I love that I love that it's good advice um throw us um the information of where you are on the internet um you can find me on instagram at kid creates k-i-d-d-k-r-e-a-t-e-s you can find me on Facebook, Creative Works by Kid, Creative with a K, mm-hmm. all one word. Absolutely. We'll link all that in the description. And definitely go to the CVA um, by March 15th. 
our work is in there. You can't miss kids. <laughs> <laughs> when you see it, you'll see we're like, okay, there it yep. is right there. It's amazing, amazing, amazing. Is it for sale? Yes, it is. Okay, hers is for, her for sale. Um, and go check the other artists in um, that exhibit. It's amazing. You'll wonder. Shout out to Devin. Shout out to the CVA for that. Um, and that is it. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Um, free pizzas everywhere now on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all the things. So thank you for listening. Thank you to Kid. And have a good rest of whatever you're doing. <laughs> <laughs>